Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raise the roof now and we're lowering the floor. The band is blistered, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, you say three, four. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Whiskey Topic. I'm Mark Bylock. And I'm Jamie Johnson. And uh, today we're going to be celebrating uh, Canada for a little bit. Yay! Yeah, with some Canadian Finally. whiskey. Finally. Oh my um, gosh, Canada, we never get to celebrate ourselves. I know, I know. We talk about a lot, a lot about bourbon, right? We, we talk a lot about bourbon and scotch, and we do talk about Canadian whiskey a fair bit. Um, but it is Canada's 150th birthday Yay. Uh, this year. It is. Um, it's a very complex history, which I don't even know. I learned it in high school, elementary school. I, I don't mean, know. you learned one version of it, right? I, so I have no knows. idea. Like, who there's knows? been a province that became part of Canada like 80 years ago, right? Yeah. Like, what, what was Newfoundland doing before they became part of Canada? Like, what were they? Were they, they were like, their own. They were their own, country. They were like, they were on their like republic. They were republic. republic of Newfoundland. Oh, uh-huh. please. I'm going to get that wrong. And then you someone are- is going <laughs> to tweet me about it. And I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry. That's embarrassing. There, Anyways, there, I think that's what it was. There's no chance uh, older white men that know a lot about Canadian history listen to this podcast, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. But it is our birthday. Um, is. Which is, is super fun because um, there's so much going on like across the country. Um, and uh, lots of fun parties and concerts and all sorts of celebrations. So uh, what's a better way to celebrate than with a whiskey release? A whiskey Yay. release. Um, and yeah, for July 1st, the very special whiskey release july 1st being canada's birthday um i know it's close to july 4th we, we canadians just copy american holidays <laughs> I, I don't even i don't even know how that works um <laughs> but we are here with uh spencer gooderham uh of the gooderham family from if whiskey such as gooderham and warts and, and other releases uh spencer gooderham is the brand ambassador for um corby's canadian whiskey products which includes jp weiser's pike creek gooderham warts lot, lot number 40, 40 uh, any of those products, some flavored whiskeys, possibly in the JP Weiser's family. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Thank welcome. you. Thank you for, Thanks for coming us. on. Yay. I'm, uh, I'm very excited. This is long overdue. It is. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, this is a perfect time to do this because, um, we, you're, you've brought the 150th anniversary whiskey. I have, I have. Uh, we have the 100th anniversary whiskey. Uh, and we're going to do a little bit of side by side, I think. We should I do think a little... they're going to be very different. I'm just going to put this out there. I don't know, you See guys. What 50 years yeah, does, right? <laughs> you I think don't know. maybe a little bit. Just a little different. I don't know. I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> they, they will taste completely different. You're they right. For like, is this different. even the same country? We yeah. don't even know. Um, exactly. It's kind of like tasting a dust, dusty from, from, the, from bourbon from the 50s and 60s. You're like, this, this doesn't taste like today's whiskey at all. No, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that we're doing that. Welcome to the podcast. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your family background because I think that's that's pretty exciting. Uh, you're you know you're of part of the fa- lineage of the Gooderham family, um, um, and you become a brand ambassador for for the Gooderham, well for Corby's brand, but that owns Gooderham, uh, the I brand. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tell us yeah, about that. Yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting story. Certainly wasn't a, you know, it wasn't something that I naturally got into right out of high school kind of thing. You know, I always joke, I say being a whiskey ambassador isn't something that your guidance counselor helps you get into coming out of high school, right? (laughs) So, uh, so, you know, I have the family background, but it was sold out of the family in 1923. A lot of people don't know that, but, uh, you know, the Gooderham, the Gooderham distillery started in 1832 Mm -hmm. and, uh, we were just shy of a hundred years in the whiskey world before it sold in 1923, of course, during prohibition. And uh, it was sold to Harry Hatch, who's the gentleman who essentially kind of consolidated the entire whiskey industry. Yes. I know Don Livermore spoke to a little bit about Harry Hatch on the, on yeah. the podcast yeah. previously, exactly. Uh, so it was out of the family for four generations, and there are seven generations between myself and William Goodrum. William Goodrum, the gentleman who started it in 1832. So mm-hmm. seven generations, uh, but really out of the family for four generations. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and, you know, as a, as a child, I kind of grew up surrounded by that history. You know, mm-hmm. um, my dad's never been in the whiskey industry, but he is an absolute uh, history buff. So he kind of always, you know, told me the stories. I grew up surrounded by the artifacts and just this incredible history. So ever since I was a kid, I've always, you know, had that itch to be in the whiskey world. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's something that you don't really know how to get into when yeah, you're a kid, 100%. for sure. Yeah. So sure. I, uh, so my story, so I went to, uh, I went to school, uh, studied kinesiology in, in, in my undergrad, did a bachelor of science in that. 
uh, did a lot of biology, microbiology as well. And then, uh, and then did a master's degree uh, in science, kind of more uh, public health. So looking at the same kind of health issues that I studied in my undergrad, but more like the macro kind of population level. Uh, and then got a really cool job out of, uh, out of university, out of grad school. I thought it was kind of my dream job at the time. You know, I was working in Toronto at a management consulting firm and kind of thought I, you know, I thought I'd all figured out when I was 23, you know, I wore a suit and tie to work every right. day, you know, yeah. working downtown, you know, <laughs> you know, go, go do salary benefits, all that stuff. And, uh, it's, it's funny, you know, I kind of joke around and say I had my midlife crisis when I was 23 because when I, uh, when I, when I started that job, I went to bed every single night knowing that I was doing the wrong thing with my life, that I needed wow. to be in, in the whiskey world. Yeah. So uh, kind of one day, about six months in that job, I woke up and I uh, went into work and said, I'm not coming in tomorrow, guys. It's, uh, that's it for me. So I uh, quit on the spot. Wow. And uh, next kind of in a couple of weeks, I loaded up my car, drove across the country and uh, did a distilling course out in Seattle at the Artisan Craft Distilling wow. Institute. Uh, it's actually Gig Harbor, just, just outside of Seattle. And, uh, and yeah, just like it was a total, one of those life changing experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, I visited probably 25 distilleries, um, all across, uh, the Northern States there. I went, I went through, uh, the, the U S on the way there and back, uh, back through Canada uh, on the return trip. And, uh, yeah, spent about, spent a, spent a month out in uh, Seattle, just, just learning about whiskey, how to make it, the mm -hmm. art behind it, the science uh -huh. behind it, yeah. uh, got to use some equipment too. Uh, for the American listeners, we did the uh, the practical component at uh, the Heritage Distilling Company in uh, Gig Harbor, and uh, and yeah, came home uh, and just started bartending. So yeah. wow. fell in love with it. Fell in yeah. love with it. Yeah, I started bartending. Some friends of mine from university opened up a bar uh, where I used to live in uh, Kitchener Waterloo, which is about an hour and a half, two hours west of Toronto. So bartended at this place, kind of a cool tapas style, uh, real cocktail lounge. And I just fell in love with bartending. Awesome. Just like poured my heart and soul into it. And, you know, it, it was such a life changing experience. And I just, like I said, I fell in love with bartending and met the right people through, through that. And I uh, met someone from Corby actually. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the rest is history, I guess. You know, here you it, was, are. It, was, it was good timing. Yeah, exactly. The Amazing. job was opening up, and uh, so I threw my hat in the ring. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure having the last name that I have doesn't uh, doesn't hurt. It didn't hurt. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't hurt. Kind of the running joke when I started that job was, you know, I went into my interview, I just slapped down my birth certificate, and I said, "You guys call me, right?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, That's but it's awesome. uh, yeah, it's been really fun. It's been a really good fit for me at Corby. Um, you know, of course, you know, representing a whiskey with my last name on the bottle is a true, a true mm -hmm. honor, a true privilege. Uh, but beyond that, you know, we have some great Canadian whiskeys. JP Weiser's family is of course, one of the most iconic, uh, families in Canadian whiskey with some phenomenal products, a couple of which we'll be tasting today and, uh, Pike Creek amazing. And of course, lot 40, which I know both of you guys are, uh, are, are advocates. Yeah. Of. Big absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Big exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's a bit about my story. That's awesome. And, awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just happy to be here talking about whiskey with you know? people who love whiskey, you know, right. can't go life wrong is, with that. Uh, life can't is go good. Wrong. Exactly. You, you make a good point. You're right. This is since the 1920s, your family hasn't been involved in making whiskey. Mm. I don't even know what my family was doing in the 20s. They have no idea. <laughs> no idea. So, no idea. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, so, but and so you you haven't had this uh, this Gooderham the I centennial. Haven't. When we were emailing about doing this podcast, and you told me that you had this bottle, I got so excited because <laughs> it's like I have been wanting to try this. I've seen photos of it. I've read kind of reviews of it before, yeah. but never got my hands on it. So oh, perfect. I've even refrained from smelling it, Jamie. I've seen you know, smelling it over there. I've, I know. I've tried to hold off for uh, for this moment right Amazing. here. Amazing. So, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, really good bad at like not indulging myself really bad. I was just like, I just need to smell it again. I feel like Pancakes. we've, we've pulled this out a fair bit, but it's been yeah. very topical. Cause uh, it's yeah. David, David Cargamo's favorite, uh, yeah. favorite whiskey. We had, um, uh, Fred Minnick was on and he, he, he had he, it yeah. and, and absolutely loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, uh Drew Mabel from Buffalo Trace. Uh, That's so it's right. been, a, it's been a recent, we've been pouring it fair frequently. Um, but it's also, this is the time to pour it. This is really the, the 150th anniversary. Let's pour the whiskey. Sense. For the hundredth, absolutely, absolutely. That's the first thing. It's got a, it's got quite, quite the color on it. Yeah, it's, it's got so a nice dark. deep, deep amber to it. So that's a fifteen-year-old uh, 
uh, whiskey uh, distilled in uh, what, 1952 and bottled in 1967. Yeah, you can you can tell me more about this whiskey than I know for sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Oh, it's good. Yeah, pitter patter is of course the dogs because we are he in actually studio. just really, really he just fell out of the bed <laughs> and he looks a little. That was not elegant. That was super <laughs> not elegant. <laughs> <laughs> wow, poor Thor. Very sweet off the nose too. Very sweet. And like, it is this like dusty thing that I always say every time we, we go back to this one. It's that, you know, it's that sort of like maple pancake. Well, I, I was just going to say, it's kind of cliche to say about a Canadian whiskey, but you got a it ton is. of maple syrup off Absolutely. this. It, it is wow. cliche, but it's totally, it's, that's what it is. It's, uh, it is. it's unmistakably Canadian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it is very similar to a lot yeah. of dusties from the U.S. If you mm-hmm. had um, an old bourbon uh, from the 20s, 30s, 40s, it's got that same sort of sweetness and... Um, you know, it just has all those those that those components. Um, and this bottle, really, when I first opened it, it was it was too sweet. I was just like, I literally just shook <laughs> from the sweetness. Uh, okay. I think Jamie was there when I first opened yeah, this. Yeah, I was uh, here. Um, I think it pulled it a little bit back with uh, with time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, and so now you're kind of getting more the drier notes, the mm-hmm. the apricots, the raisins, the kind it's of cinnamon. Dry, yeah, cinnamon. cinnamon for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's just a lovely example of an old whiskey that that does change uh, in the bottle a yeah. bit over time, and certainly this is probably not the way it tasted when when it was first uh, poured. It's no. a fifteen year whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and that's, Made that right was here in, in the distillery district. Well, what is now the distillery district yes. in Toronto, which is where the big Goodman Warts building uh, is. So, um, and that's like a historic part of the city. If you ever come to Toronto, you have to go to the distillery you district. To, yeah. You absolutely have to go. There's a, a new distillery that even opened up yep. there. Um, Spirit of York. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's uh, the brewery. And it's just like a great spot to just go and hang out. And uh, the Goodman Warts bottle um, has a picture of it on the front. Is that, now refresh my memory, is that sold in the States yet or not? It's just getting down into just the States. Just getting, there yeah. you go. So, Lucky oh, you guys. Lot 40 is our first push in the States, yep. starting with Detroit and kind of yep. branching out from there. And there uh, go. Goodrum soon to follow. Wonderful news. Yeah, yeah no, the Goodrum Warts, the Four Grain, is a, is a really delicious whiskey. It's such and a good whiskey. Um, they, I, I know Lot 40 is always being sold in shelves. Uh, and a very competitive marketplace. I mean, that's it's oh, a yeah. $35-$40 range. Yeah. This is yep. now getting into the premium uh, uh, bourbons, and, and it's it's in that range of premium, more premium bourbons. It's doing really well. But, it, yeah. the, the product speaks for itself, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When yeah. you have a good whiskey, it's, uh, you know, people appreciate it, and people will go for it. it the product has to be yeah. as good as it needs to, needs to be. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you're right. No, it absolutely. It wouldn't, uh, wouldn't sell as well if it wasn't for that. Uh, what do you think? What are yeah. your... Uh, amazing this is really, this is quite the experience tasting this whiskey i'm almost almost speechless it's uh it's certainly on the sweeter side i get like i get a little i don't know i don't know anything about this whiskey i get a little bit of rye at the very end just mm-hmm. a touch um again i'm getting a ton of maple syrup a little bit of cinnamon um it's nice i could have some fun with this behind the bar too <laughs> <laughs> i you only have one bottle, so we're not going to put it in a cocktail. But uh, oh, you may tempt me. You may tempt me. I'm. Uh, I, uh, Mark is actually really bad at that. If you're like, oh, this would be great in a Manhattan, like Mark will run to the fridge and be like, where's the vermouth? And, and like he'll just stir one up and be like, let's test that theory, <laughs> yeah. which is good. It's as good. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it is. Um, Apparently they, they auctioned off some of those bottles recently in um, at an auction house here in Toronto, um, and so and then and then um, we, we know a few people that have many more. I just I just happened to fluke across this honestly. It wasn't even uh, has nothing to do. Yeah, just a relatives, family relative that just happened that their, their father happened to have oh, just amazing. in the garage. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a great find. It's a nice little surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Not that expensive. I think they went to auction at auction for like a hundred and something dollars. It's just, oh, it's just very rare. rare. Uh, compared to like American Dusties that auction for hundreds, if not, a, you know, close to a thousand dollars. I think great value. Buy it for, if you can buy it for a hundred bucks, buy it. Cause you're, you're going to get on par with kind of those old U.S. Dusties for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Keyword, if you can find it, right? Yeah, <laughs> that is a key indeed. Mm-hmm. This is, this is definitely going to taste completely different than the 150. Than the very, very different. Uh, the age is quite similar. The uh, the one fifty JP Weisers is sixteen years, and this is fifteen. Oh, okay. So it, uh, it's pretty close on age on it. Should we um, should we pour it out side yeah, by side? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's pour do some. That. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's um, it's so that's is, this is going to be coming out July first. No, no, it's it is already out. It's already out. Okay. So of course, July first being Canada's birthday, we want that in everyone's whiskey cabinets by uh by July first. So we released it actually just a couple of a uh, couple of weeks ago okay. in the LCBO nice. here in Ontario, and uh, slowly kind of making its way around uh, around the country. So it's it's a very interesting whiskey. It's a whole. The concept behind this whiskey is is truly one of a kind. So each one of these bottles is individually numbered and marked. Right. So yeah. we only made seven thousand eight hundred and twenty-seven bottles of this whiskey. <laughs> it's a very specific, it's a very specific yep, number. Specific number. Do you guys there. know why that number? Oh no! Um, it's just probably something to do with history, know. doesn't it? It, it is yet. something to do with history. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some pretty unique answers to that question. I think so I'm curious. Told the answer, I'll put you on the spot. No, you, you know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no idea. I have no idea. You have no idea. No idea. So wait, what's the number again? Seven thousand eight hundred and twenty-seven bottles. Is it going to be really embarrassing that I don't know? No. Okay. I, I've gotten some pretty hilarious answers. All right. Just tell me. <laughs> okay. So uh, from July 1st in 1867 to July 1st in 2017, there have been 7,827 weeks of Canada being a country. Oh, my goodness. So hence the, uh, that number of bottles. And when you look on that bottle, right on the label, each one is uh, individually numbered and has a corresponding week uh, to that bottle. Uh, so every bottle represents a week. That's pretty amazing. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it's fun. So yeah. so people, you know, they'll everyone's searching for their birthday, Get, basically, right? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. searching for that week that That's you know something right. special has happened. Oh, to it them. didn't even occur to me to do that. So yeah, it's gonna create a lot of kind of buzz, and you know, people are gonna be online and trying to find their Swap birthdays. Swap bottles, or yeah. You know, this, that or the other thing. Swap yeah. bottles, exactly. Yeah. Wow. This is awesome. Um, so yeah, before we do the specs, maybe let's just, uh, let's have a smell. Let's have a taste. Yeah, let's Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Not that different. I mean, this is like not as intense as yeah. the pancake but, uh. Yeah. Yeah, not getting as much sweetness. A little bit, but. But not as not, not as much, but, uh, not, you know. 43.4%. Mm-hmm. It's that significant, I wonder. I know Don Livermore always likes to have a very particular percentage. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember. Yeah. He gave us a reason why he put whatever Gooderham is. Uh, Gooderham Awards. He, he put so it. the whole four grain thing. Like yeah. everything about That's it was right. four. Forty four point four percent. He tried to get it in the LCBO at forty four dollars and forty four cents. They didn't quite bite, so it was forty four dollars and ninety five cents. But, oh. but pretty close, uh. right? <laughs> Just trying to have oh. a little fun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get a nice rye note mm-hmm. on the palate. Nice long finish to it. Incredibly smooth. I love this whiskey. Wow, that's a really good. And that's um, surprisingly not. I was expecting these to be amazingly different. Um, they're really not that like you know. They're again, not that Canada crazy or, different. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I guess it's, it's that older Canadian oak, um, aged for a longer time. I'm guessing in is it uh, both you know, new oak both and new some oak, uh, used Canadian whiskey barrels, barrels as well. Yeah. Um, so corn rye blend. Uh, like I said, 16 years, and it's uh, it's we've got both got um, corn that's been double distilled, mm-hmm. and uh, and the rice column distilled as well. Okay. So you're getting some of those nice kind of rye spices from the column distilled rye. Uh, but yeah, a good a good portion of it is new oak. Yeah, sure. oh, this is really great. This is wow. This is mm-hmm. very nice. Everything distilled at the uh, the turn of the century, in 2000. Yeah, I mean, and it's also got the kind of drier, more balanced finish, but the peppery notes hit you really nicely. It's got a lot of acidity on the back, which I love. Um, that cuts through some of that sweetness. Uh, it's a very, very, really nice, uh, nice, nice whiskey. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So I'm gonna, if yeah. you, if you pick, pick some up and then put it in your garage, and then uh, 50 years from now, someone some like them. Mark will come along <laughs> and exactly. find it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're right. They're actually they're not that different. They're this one, I find I get more of the peppery spice off of the the new 150. Mm-hmm. Um, there is but, likely more rye. Yes. On that oh yeah, for sure. Be in this one. Oh for yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little more like this one's obviously more muted, and it's just a little. But like this one's got a nice little. It's like a, a brighter sort of. Well, it's it's just like a, a today's sort of um, Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, um, a lot of the wisers like the 18 are, are very mm-hmm. kind of, very kind of sweet forward tend to be very, very sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 18 kind of starts sweet and then the dryness kind of comes through later. Yep. Um, I love the pepperness here. The, the pepperness really works very well and mm-hmm. kind of cuts through that sweetness, which I'm, I'm really enjoying. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. I'm glad you guys like it. This is the first like time you try much. it, right? Yep. Yeah. This yeah. Is yeah. I haven't time. had it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Amazing. great. That belongs in the cabinet for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
Um, cool. And so this is a part of a whole series that you're you're doing. Um, that's uh, there's been a lot of these kind of strange releases, I'll quote unquote. I'll say strange, yeah. but yeah. unique is a better word unique. for it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, mm -hmm. But we have one here that is particularly strange. Yeah, <laughs> we do have one there. Let's let's finish with that one. Okay. So let's okay. do a complete side note right now. Okay. Let's sounds go. good. I told you I guys brought some a uh, couple of surprises for you guys. Yay. So let's uh, we since we're surprises. talking about these unique uh, releases, we're gonna jump to that one. Um, okay. I'll just get into it. I've got some tricks in my bag here. All right. I love like tricks. I, I, I brought presents for both of you guys. Yay. Basically, right? We love presents. <laughs> we love you presents. like presents, right? <laughs> of course we do. Presents are the best. That's okay. amazing. Um, of course we do. Jamie, I'll yes. start with you. Oh. I, I have two different presents for you. Ooh. Um, <laughs> now, now, since you're an ambassador for a uh, competitor yes. whiskey now, yes. you, you are officially the enemy. I am. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. Awesome. I'm teasing. That was awesome. But, um, so I didn't really pull any strings at the office, but uh, I, brought, I brought you one of my, uh, nice. my, my favorite, uh, my favorite scotches oh, uh, that's tough to find here in, uh, in, in, uh, Oh, in, uh, in Ontario. So oh I brought my you a scotch. Oh, come on. A beautiful scotch. Just uh, Whoa, for you. This is lovely. Exactly. My so maybe, goodness. We'll, uh, maybe we'll open that one up after the I podcast. I absolutely <laughs> think we should. That's gorgeous. Then, Thank uh, you. My goodness. One, one other present. Oh, boy. So now that you're officially an ambassador. Yes. And you are traveling across Canada and often internationally as well yes. for work. You know, you always have to be pride of our home, our home base here. Yes. So I brought you a Home is Canada <gasps> t-shirt. I'm so, so happy. <laughs> I think I've been bugging so. all the Corby's people. I'm like, where do you get these? That's exactly. amazing. Thank you. Oh my so God. So these t-shirts are like yes. very iconic here in, uh, in Toronto. There you go. Big home rock letters. Oh. Home is Canada. Yes. And, oh, exactly. Proper. So Thank as you, As ambassadors, we always have to. Uh, Jamie, we there's some Lot 40 other. branding on the side. <laughs> that was my okay. secret uh, way okay. to get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay all of us ambassadors love each other we get all, we, we travel in the same it's like sometimes you go to a hotel during like a, a whiskey show and it's like summer camp like everyone's just running around the hallways everyone's having a good time so we all love each other so yeah I'm happy to wear that thank you you're very so welcome. thoughtful you're very welcome Aww, awesome. shucks Spencer's the best <laughs> now Mark on your side Mark <laughs> did pull some strings at the office nice <laughs> so awesome. uh, alright what do we got here okay so um, I, I I did a little digging and uh -huh. I do have your birthday, <gasps> JP Weiser's 150. <laughs> yeah. oh, that yes. is amazing. Yes. Oh, it's right? That is so that's nice. awesome. So that's, uh, there we go. Oh, so that is the week, the of, week your, of my of your birthday. birthday. I Mr. love Bible. it. Oh my god, the year and the, oh that's amazing. Right? That's amazing. So that's, uh, that's, so that's one not, gonna not be to open up. For exactly. a while. Nope. Exactly. Open it's it up when I die. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Let people pour it. That's there. right. Pour one out. No, that's amazing. Thank you. That's you're, so, you're so touching. Another one as well. So, uh, so the other whiskey that the surprise whiskey that I told you about that we're gonna try is uh, the newest uh, limited release from Corby under the J.P. Weiser's family. So we released both the 150 yeah. and, uh, and this whiskey as well at the same time. This is called J.P. Weiser's Dissertation. Yes. Yeah. Which yes. I'm sure you've heard of. Yes, I have and, indeed. Uh, so this is all about Don Livermore's dissertation, one of, the only, uh, one of a handful of people in the world that has a PhD from a, a Harriet Watt University in uh, brewing and distilling. Yes. And, uh, and the very last thing. So he literally wrote his PhD, and this is the whiskey that came out of that dissertation and I have a signed copy of Dr. Don <gasps> oh, Livermore's that's dissertation right here. I, so um, I love this. For this the listeners, so you're, it's a it's a very large book with lots of large words. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, Don wrote stuff. That's Don wrote so stuff, exactly. awesome. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I've probably said this story on the podcast before, but uh, when I was writing uh, the book, I reached out to Don Livermore, and yeah. he, him and I talked on the phone for a little while, and I was like, can I get a copy of the dissertation? And I he did, like, he goes, it's really... You know, like oh yeah, I know he sent it to me too, and I <laughs> right. was like, <laughs> and, and I just like read the abstract. I'm like, okay, I get it. This yeah. is right. Got the gist of it. Yeah. Abstract was hard enough. I was just like, I mean, my uh, my first year of chemistry and biology did not help me at all. In, oh my god, <laughs> understanding. I it. love it. Oh, this is so nice. That's very cool. Some nice light reading for you before oh. bed. <laughs> yeah, just some casual reading. I might just read this every a page every day and send Don a question. And, yes, about and the you'll page. feel you much are. smarter. Will, you'll be like, your question will be like, Don, what is this? word mean <laughs> <laughs> dictionary has three definitions which how did which you one, mean just wondering just so um, we're going to open this awesome. up right this, now this that's is awesome. an open actually one, exactly. I 
bought the dissertation uh, last week. Did you? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Did you open it? You had not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Right. It's still sitting in my cabinet. So we haven't tried this one yet. Have not tried this one yet. Fantastic. No. Um, and Jamie and I, well, Jamie and I have kind of tasted this when we were at the distillery. Oh, okay. right. That's um, right. That's but, right. But uh, we 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 uh, drank a lot of, well, we didn't actually drink a lot of whiskey, but we, we did have a, a long day and this was kind of like the last thing we kind of saw. I hey, think, what's this? Yeah. And, and after I think, having seven, several other whiskeys. Yeah. Yes. And they were all watered down. So like, I think mm. we probably had like a watered down like version of it. This one, which we're ending off with, I've, I've you know, I've, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be, so um, tell us a little bit yeah. about what we're drinking here, the dissertation. So J.P. Weiser's dis- dissertation. So of course this is, uh, this was a project started by Dr. Don Livermore, our last master blender, uh, when he was beginning his PhD. So he finished his master's degree in 2004 and, uh, and started his dissertation in 2004 to 2005. And this is the result of his PhD project. So it's uh, all the barrels were laid down in 2005, uh, 114 barrels, uh, all virgin oak. And the biggest thing and what his dissertation is all about is um, different types of char levels, essentially. So, mm-hmm. so we have um, 114 barrels, uh, 87% rye, 13% corn, all the barrels are virgin oak, but the different char levels. So we have a number two char and a number four char as well, uh, four being a little bit deeper. Cool. So getting some, uh, it, it's very complex. Give it, yeah. give it a smell, give it a taste before I tell you too much. It's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful whiskey. Yeah, when we like, uh, when we did this tasting with Don, he that's that's the way he does this. He's like, here's this distilled at three years, four years, five years, different mm-hmm. oak levels, and he mm-hmm. starts blending these different oh. barrels together and getting different flavors. Uh, it's amazing to see him work and have him like you. We got there and just said, this is everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's everything. and it's not everything, but it's like everything. Like yeah. it seems like it's everything. Yeah. Well, it does. It's like a dream come true walking yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Like there are very few spots where you know you get sort of like overwhelmed with how great life is. And that was one of them <laughs> when I walked into places. yeah when I walked in like literally like around like you're just surrounded with whiskey samples and it's just like what yeah. am I even doing here <laughs> this is amazing right uh, so yeah no this is it, it, yeah. this is great this is very cool isn't it nice true a true a true art and a science what they do absolutely and it, and there is like there's a little bit of like magic involved. Oh, a little bit of magic. A little bit of Always. magic. Always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is initial thoughts. We're a little bit of silence. We're kind of all trying to figure this one yeah. out. It's very complex, right? Because the nose is like kind of like you. You get a different level. Uh, it's it's. I need time with this one. This is one that I need time with. I feel like yeah. I can't. Uh, I can't sing it. Uh, it's so funny. It's like there are those whiskeys though that yeah. you have to sort of like think about. Like I always sort of, like I say this sometimes in my presentations where like you can have like um. A really complex whiskey that makes you like you know that you sort of have to um, like if you're reading a book you would have to like put your book down and just like stop and think about it and there are yeah. other whiskeys that are like you know you could just read along and 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 just be sipping and yeah. it's it's a lovely whiskey but it won't take your attention away like this is like there are so many things like going through my head I really I like this one because I like that peppery spice I like that it's it it has that like traditional Canadian whiskey sort of like nose to it. Mm-hmm. I if I if this was put in front of me blind, I'd probably say I'd probably get it that it was a Canadian whiskey. Yeah. But very high rye content. Yeah. Big time. But I don't know if I'd be able to tell you more than that. I um yeah, I, I feel like it takes me for a little zing. Like it's kinda like you get that Canadian and it kinda takes I, I can't figure out where that side yeah. Where the, the nose takes me. It takes me somewhere a little where I've just haven't uh, quite been to. So uh, not, and then this is not at all in the negative way. It's just like I'm very curious. I'm just trying to kind right. of figure out the notes. I get I get an interesting kind of orange note mm-hmm. off the top, kind of like a kind of like a burnt orange. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I get kind that of for burnt. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I'm getting a, like a bit of like candied apple or a little bit of that. Uh, say green apple, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which we learned from Don Livermore is says a statement of age. Yes. yes. 
Ethyl acetate, I believe. Yes, ethyl yeah. acetate. Yeah. Loves that word. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. Uh, I always forget it. I'm like, uh, it's some word. Uh, no, it's really, really nice. Nice. And then on the, on the palette, it kind of, it does a little differently things. The, the rye is nice. The rye is nice content, but it's definitely a play on the, on the oak as well. Kind of, right. kind of get different layers. So yeah, I need, mm. I need time. And this is really delicious. I, I need some time to kind of taste this at several times. Uh, and this is a great, like you said, a great way to talk about whiskey where, uh, if you're reviewing a whiskey, you drink it. Sometimes, like you said, pretty obvious. Other times, you're like, I'm going to need time. I need to pour need, this a yeah. few more times. Yeah. Um, and then there's, of course, the other theory where I'm like, the whiskey never tastes the same the very first pour as it does kind of the fourth Fair. pour. Yeah. Uh, it's my sweet spot for my palate. I'm like, I want that whiskey on that fourth pour. On the fourth pour. Well, third, fourth. With that down the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever no, that makes is. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll no. have some homework then. Yes, I do. Uh, he made it funny. He get did. his like, dissertation, homework. <laughs> I'm getting it. It's all there. I got it. <laughs> oh, no, That's this is great. really, wow, this is so nice. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Don Livermore being a little cheeky with his numbers sometimes, so mm-hmm. the ABV on this is 46.1%. Any guesses on what that is? This is great. <laughs> oh, boo! It's as great div- divided by two. Hours? Divided by two. <laughs> is it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, dog. Forty-six point one is the molecular weight of ethanol. Oh, oh my gosh! Don, wow. I never guessed that. Dr. Don, right? That's so many levels. Oh, so many levels. <laughs> so ma- that's so fun, though. It's like Easter eggs and like yeah, and like hidden totally, little things. Yeah, yeah. Like that's so fun. That's yeah. really fun. When I when I took uh, chemistry, um, organic chemistry, the the one thing that they did a lot was I guess because they were like, oh, your university. Here's everything you know about alcohol. Right. And I'm just like all these like the weights and this and that. I'm like I can't memorize all these different forms of no. anything. This is just yeah. I love alcohol. However, yeah. yes. this is too much too much maths and stuff. Too much, too much math. So yeah, I would have nobody, no way that's from six <laughs> Well, now you know. Now there I know. you go. Now I know. Amazing. Amazing. I really like this one. Yeah. I'm glad I bought it. Yeah, this is great. This, so this is a sipper. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sipper. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, bartender, but I would not be putting this one in a cocktail. I, so this is a this is an interesting uh, dilemma you're gonna have because now. You know, Canadian whiskey's done really, really well. Lot number forty was a big part of that success. You know, big time. Uh, in, in the kind of twenty tens, yep. uh, Forty Creek was as well. Um, you know, Canadian Club came out with one hundred percent rye early mm-hmm. on, and the kind of this. But you're releasing so many innovative, great products. Um, you feel like you're gonna be too far ahead of the game at this point. Do you feel like maybe, uh, maybe you're gonna be? T- it's interesting you, you, you bring that up because we made that mistake in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, if, I'm sure you guys are aware, but we released Lot 40 Pike Creek yep. and Good yeah. Awards back in 1998. Yeah. And at that time, consumers were not ready for those products. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, you know, I think that time it was ahead of the game. I don't think it is now. You think this is I the right think, time, I right? think this yeah. is the right I time. So people too. are excited yeah. about these products. Mm-hmm. I talk to people and they are excited. Mm-hmm. They want to try new products. They... They, the, the, the consumer palette has evolved yeah. truly over the last 10, 15, 20 years, I think. And, you know, people are looking for bigger whiskeys, bolder whiskeys, mm-hmm. higher rye contents. Mm-hmm. They're looking, they're looking for, to explore whiskey more. And we're, and we're delivering that in Canada, I yeah. think, yeah. for sure. No. I'm wondering, um, I, it's so funny because even over the last, uh, you know, I guess how long have we been doing the podcast, like two years or so-ish, mm-hmm. um, you know, it used to be my question was, to anyone who's working in Canadian whiskey, like what is the greatest like hurdle you face mm-hmm. in Canadian whiskey? And it feels like, um, you know, it, it didn't get the sort of respect and it sort of, you know, was always relegated to like, oh, well, that's just, you know, a Canadian whiskey. And mm-hmm, um, sure. I, I think that it, to me, at least anecdotally, it feels like that's changed a lot. It mm-hmm. feels like even in the last like eight months, 10 months, um, Canadian whiskey has gotten a whole new sort of respect and so are you finding that people are saying to you like oh i never loved canadian whiskey but i do i'm sort of more open to it like are you getting any of those stories or like are people more accepting of canadian whiskey maybe i get a lot more curiosity Mm -hmm. than i had in Mm -hmm. the past for sure people are curious about it even Mm -hmm. if they haven't you know experienced a lot about canadian whiskey they want to learn about it because Mm -hmm. it's kind of more in the limelight so to speak Mm -hmm. as of late Um, you know, of course there are people, they, they still have that interpretation yeah. of Canadian whiskey. You know, yeah. I, I, I meet a lot of guys that say, you know, Canadian whiskey is cheap, light mix and whiskey. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not, and yeah. 
one of my favorite parts to do after kind of a masterclass whiskey tasting, you know, where I do the whole lineup, I'll do the, I'll do the deluxe, which is your classic trademark style of Canadian whiskey, which is that lighter style, um, all the way through the whole portfolio, through the Goodrums and the Pike Creek and the Lot 40. And every time at the end of the whiskey tasting, I always ask, you know, what, what is your favorite whiskey? Mm -hmm. And just shout it out, you know, put up your hand and everyone shouts out different whiskeys, right? Mm -hmm. Some people say deluxe, some people say Lot 40 or Pike Creek or Goodrum and, and that's my favorite thing to hear at the yeah. end of the whiskey tasting. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to hear every single person unanimously saying Lot 40. Right. No. I want to hear people say the other types of whiskeys yeah. because it just goes to show that it doesn't matter what your palate is, no matter what kind of whiskey you like, we can create that right here on, in, mm -hmm. in Canada. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's Canada makes diverse whiskeys for sure. We yeah. And we're, and we're definitely kind of pushing the envelope with that. It, it is interesting because, I mean, like somebody like Don Livermore has such a great palate of different flavors. He, you know, you can work with, um, and that is different than the American whiskey industry. In, in America, mm -hmm. you you have your single barrels uh, aging, and they're the same mash bill, same everything else. Uh, maybe they play around with char levels within the distillery, yep. but generally, with exceptions like Four Roses, certainly, yep. but like a lot of the bigger distilleries have the same thing. So their diversity of product kind of changes most mostly based on like these smaller factors of climate and single barrel products, whatever. But here right. we do have, like you said, you've got your kind of bourbon style Canadian whiskey with mm -hmm. a mash bill that's got corn and rye and malted barley, but then you have your rye and then you have your, you know, different levels of oak reused, charred differently, da, 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 da. Exactly. Just so much more. He gives that to somebody like Don Livermore and he's mm -hmm. just like, gonna do this and this and this it, and this is what somebody will want today exactly and that's i think that's one of the things that makes canadian whiskey canadian is that we have a blank canvas yeah. when we're trying to create a new whiskey yeah. so when don livermore says he has a concept for a whiskey and then he has different grains different ages different barrels different mm -hmm. distillation types he has all of these different whiskeys all independently distilled in barrel age that he can pull from and just create on a blank canvas exactly what type of whiskey he has in that in that in that head of his you know yeah. and and he can create something like this this is uh, such a such a good whiskey yeah. i don't think i don't don't think don would ever make um, some of the bourbons that you know Jamie you and I love like yeah. which are kind of chaotic and rough and 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 yeah. out there yeah um, you know sort of like kind of like Buffalo Trace Antique yep. Collection that style yeah. um, but what he does is he makes these clean wonderfully beautiful like whiskeys that just hit that flavor profile so nicely in a very clean way and yep. it's kind of a different different look at whiskey and kind of flavor mm -hmm. profiles yep. yeah yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah and it's very like methodical like it's it's you know like he you know he thinks like that sort of scientist that he is like he, he sort of you know like yeah. you know and that when you say clean that is actually exactly how I would say these whiskeys are executed so well that it's yeah. everything sort of like uh, done really really um, sort of succinctly right down to the ABV and he wouldn't have done the ABV if it didn't work for the whiskey like yeah. as you know That's as true. sassy as you want to be yeah. with the numbers <laughs> like at the end of the day you know he wouldn't have put it at that ABV if it didn't work yeah. so um yep. no it's it's fantastic wow I really like that one I'm wow. gonna be buying a few bottles of that <laughs> yeah add that to the I, list yeah uh, well, I've got the thing going on right now where there's too much whiskey in my cabinet. You're and running I, out of real estate in yeah, there. Yeah, huh? yeah. And it's like, we can't buy anymore. That's but it. like, don't worry about it. It's all good. I'm going to steal that one now that yeah. Mark has another yeah, one. Absolutely. Now exactly. I'm going like to go home and Trent's going to be like, oh my God, really? What now? What now? What did you do, Jamie? <laughs> a little collection going oh, on amazing. here. Amazing. Yeah, no. And uh, so, yeah, we, so we've got one more to taste. We have one more. You know? All right. Let's finish off. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so tell us about, so this is uh, Wiser's Union 52, only available in British Columbia. Um, I yes. got a taste of it. Um, Davin de Kergama was kind enough to share some out of his bag with me in New Brunswick last year. Nice, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So. Um, I, you know, honestly, this is another whiskey that's changed a lot in the, um, uh, as I've been drinking it. In the bottle, the, yeah. Uh, the originally found a little too oh, caramel Jamie. note heavy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little spill. Um, a little bit like caramel me. heavy and kind of a little disjointed. And um, as it's kind of rested in the bottle, those those flavors have really kind of evened out nicely. I've, uh, yeah, this is... It's for you. This is, Thank you. This is those guys in British Columbia are lucky. This yeah. is one of the yeah. my favorite whiskeys I've ever tasted, oh. truly. It is. It is a masterpiece. I gotta go get some when I'm in BC. <laughs> is it still selling in BC? Is it still there? Is it gone? Did I, I miss it? Oh I, no. I think you can. There's a handful of bottles yeah. floating around, but it's uh, it's it's gone oh, for all yeah. intents and purposes. Yeah. 
it, it didn't last at all. Yeah, this is this is one to keep around for a little while for too, sure. if you if you Big wanted time. to. So for our our, our listeners, um, it was about, about about a year ago we did two two limited releases. We did Last Barrels, which was released uh, just here in Ontario, and we released uh, Union Fifty Two, which is just in British Columbia. And uh, both phenomenal products, both very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Last Barrels. I'm not sure if you guys talked about that on a podcast. Yeah, you have, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That kind of bourbon style Canadian yes. whiskey, yeah, yeah. yeah, using the sour mash method, even. Yeah. But um, but Union 52 was a very unique whiskey. So we at the distillery at Hiram Walker, we had 18 barrels of uh, Scotch that mm-hmm. was distilled in 1964. Amazing. 52 year old Scotch, and. Um, so much angel share had come out of those, those barrels that they took 18 barrels and they filled it up into one. Wow. <laughs> so 18 barrels yeah. g- going down into one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how much they lost. And, uh, and when Don tasted that, you know, it was so over oaked that they were just going to redistill it. Yeah. They were just right. going to pitch it. Yeah. And, uh, and then we kind of had this idea of, well, let's, uh, well, let's blend it in with some, uh, with some other whiskey. So the base of this whiskey is actually J.P. Weiser's Red Letter, mm-hmm. which is, of course, kind Amazing. of the highest mark of uh, J.P. Weiser's yeah. that we ever released. Yeah. And so this is a base of J.P. Weiser's Red Letter with 52-year-old scotch blended into it. There's about 4% yeah. of the scotch in, the, in each one of these bottles. So just giving just like a little subtle kind of smoke that it and that, it's that it, so that comes it's through. so well like can you even detect it, Mark? A little bit, a little bit, a tiny. But it's more the oak char I detect, less of the uh, right, smoky, right, right. smokiness. Mark yeah. has a lot of trouble with peat. Okay, <laughs> I need a lot of peat for me to like really like. Ooh, it's He's there. Like, is this peaty? I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, Mark, it is. <laughs> Anything at that twenty-five below level, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I assume it is. But uh, no, I don't but, get. Uh, I, don't, I don't really get any smoke off the off the nose. It's all in the pa- on yeah, the, the taste, yeah, the, the top, char, yeah. and the palate, yeah. Um, but you definitely get that kind of the 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 just like it is interesting that like four percent and that but that age really shows like Big it's just time. it's just you can taste it you can yeah. taste oh, yeah. it yeah 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 it's uh, I can't imagine what this tasted <laughs> straight from the barrels if, if Dawn was <laughs> planning on redistilling it at first then it wouldn't have been very yeah. very yeah. good remotely, yeah yeah remotely, yeah not even usable yeah um, oh my gosh. like the final result is uh, it's spectacular. Um, it's it's wor- is, it's worth yeah. scouring the internet if, yeah. if if you can try to find one of these bottles. It's that good for sure. Yeah, I um you know I had a friend of a friend that that drove or flew that bottle across, uh, and then I bought it from them. So it was very much like I shouldn't say bought, right? I should say they gave it to me. Yes. Um, anyway, a go. friend of a friend gave it to <laughs> the bottle to me that was visiting BC. Uh, but no, it, it really like it was one of those like do we know anybody that that's traveling to BC just to get the bottle? Um, and it's a definitely, uh, yeah, I, um, I've got the, um, last barrels in there somewhere on bottles, nice. um, as well, un- uncorked rather. I love that um, one too. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, not opened. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, okay. um, nice. I think I bought three of those and mm-hmm. I think I, uh, drank, yeah, I think there's probably one opened and one sealed. Yeah. I got two bottles of the union 52. Um, that one is the one I open and I, I rarely save bottles, yeah. but that one I'm, I'm saving yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah I, it's, it's amazing. It, it's when a, it's gone, it's gone. It's we don't a, have any other 52 yeah. year olds yeah, 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 sitting around the sure. distillery. No, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, yeah, no, I, I think this is, it's amazing. So I, for, for the U S um, how many of these products, cause I guess the way it's the opposite of the U S market where like something succeeds in the U S and comes to Canada a year or two later. Um, what's, what's kind of the, you know, how much are the, how many of these products are going into the U.S.? Um, Union Fifty Two won't be in right, the U.S. That's, yeah, yeah that's um, the only. dissertation will be. I, I don't think that'll be going to the states as well. Our, our big push is our Northern Border collection. That's yeah. the Lot Forty, the Pike Creek, and the Goodman Warts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we are releasing four new uh, versions of that uh, in the fall. I, I promise I would plug it uh, <gasps> yeah, today. Absolutely. So, yes. um, you guys will be doing a podcast with uh, Don Livermore likely in the fall. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to plug that podcast yeah, yes, right now. Do. So yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, we're releasing four new, uh, four new whiskeys here from Corby that we are so incredibly excited about. We like, are very excited about them too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's incredible. So we're releasing a, uh, uh, a, a new each one of those. So we're doing a Mark, you, you are, you have led this push. We are releasing a lot 40 cast strength whiskey. Yes. Finally. Yes. yes. It, it, Finally. It will, uh, it will be age dated at 12 years. There you We're going to be doing it. It's incredible. <laughs> I know. Be great. Uh, a new Gooderman Warts product as well. A 17 year old Gooderman Warts, uh, uh, three grain. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So taking out the wheat, we're still going to have the corn, barley, and rye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried all is these. Is that like it's a good. mash bill or is that going to be? It'll be blended as blended. well. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, and, and gorgeous. Love that yeah. whiskey. I, I've tried mm. all these. And of course, Lot 40 Cast Strength, it's, we all know what that yeah. is. And it's amazing. Um, yeah. The new Gurum is phenomenal. I'm very excited about it. I'm kind of biased a little bit, but yeah, I love my Gurum good. rides. It's all good. Yeah. You're all good. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, a 21-year-old Pike Creek. That's oh, nice. uh, that's finished in a Speyside single malt cask. Fun. Oh, yeah, well, that one will be interesting. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then, believe it or not, we are releasing a 35 year old JP Weisers. Beauty. Amazing. That's so awesome. so very excited about all those. And like I said, this big push for the states, it is it is happening. It is these whiskeys are coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, uh, yes, great. Yes. Good. Um, Good. Are these going to be like annual batch releases, or are these going to be like? all year round type of releases um working that out okay yeah, yeah. fair enough fair enough um again when you release a new whiskey like that you kind of you kind of play it out right yeah. see how the market uh responds to it um i can't see them like yeah. it's it's they're gonna they're gonna we're gonna they're knock gonna these run. ones out I'm of the yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah 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 for, for me sure. this is the this is gonna be the BTAC of, of of canada the kind yeah. of that that the rare kind of releases other than that, that i'm not saying they're gonna be super rare or not mm-hmm. but i don't know what your number is gonna be but uh at the end of the day they're just these one of releases that are you super unique um and then who knows like you said depending on success or not but uh really really hope these are these do well i mean yeah i, I have no doubts that yeah they're uh this is gonna be the best of canadian whiskey out there for sure um very excited very excited it's gonna be it's gonna be great yeah, yeah. i yeah. good time the for lot, the, the lot 40 cast drink like alone it's just like I, I i hope someone else gets their hand on it other than you and i because we'll <laughs> right. probably buy, buy it all, buy it all. Give us all yeah there's still i still, I still have like like a quarter of the bottle that dr don gave me that's amazing the, yeah and I, uh, so i can't yeah you i think you've gone through there's a going drop more. by drop in the yeah, glass <laughs> i know rationing it yeah out. i am rationing it well Mark's as, like, as soon as yeah i was gonna say i just keep Mark sharing just it. like Mark just keeps <laughs> like, he's like he's basically he's so confident in his spearheading of this project <laughs> and he's just like ah oh, it's gonna come out anyway thanks to me so drink up everyone I have none right now I haven't had some for a while but I haven't been as anxious about it because I knew they're coming out with it I'm like okay it's gonna come out I've it's got fine. some you go. I can bring you some in the meantime if okay. you want okay. can you make it tied you over there's like there's like char floating in it no, too it's like it, proper keep it for the comparison keep it for the comparison okay, we're gonna do side call. by side we're all right side by side good call Amazing. all right I'm gonna keep it is gonna taste different it's it is gonna be filtered somewhat at least you're not gonna have char at the bottom yeah. of the bottle. It will uh, not have the char like no. they, you know, pumped right out of the barrel, right? Like, <laughs> It'll pull directly out of the exactly, barrel. Exactly, exactly. It's gonna be a little different than that, but uh, but that one is a it's a stunning like the lot number forty for me has been like you know one of the the sort of like greatest um, sort of hang your hat on Canadian whiskeys that Absolutely. I've ever like. I just love it. Yeah, love it. The love excitement it, love around it, it is yeah. incredible. You know. When you're trying to make that big push in the industry, you always—it's a very good place to start to get the backing from bartenders mm-hmm. and you know people in the industry. And Lot Forty is like a bartender's dream yeah, whiskey. Absolutely. It's so good to just build cocktails around, balance acidity, balance sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's such—it's such a good whiskey for those purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, getting the buy-in from them has helped push this all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely for sure. And so. Cast strength, like calling something, so it's going to be called Lot Forty Cask Strength. Uh, Do I we know. know? I don't know that. Okay, it'll be interesting because it's such a that is you know traditionally like with American whiskeys and bourbons and things like that, like you'll get barrel proof mm-hmm, cast mm-hmm. strength right on the label, and that's part of you know uh, we we have higher proof Canadian whiskeys, but we don't advertise it as such. So it'll be yeah. really yeah. interesting to see if we sort of go in the way of like you know, let's just put it right on there and be like, this is like barrel proof or yeah. well, we, we will we for sure proof. It's not our language, but, uh, and that's what actually, that's really funny. Like me yeah. talking in like ABV now instead of proof, right. which I was got very right. used to using proof yeah. uh, versus ABV, but it will be really interesting to see sort of how, how it sort of comes out. And, and is it going to be like, you know, let's do this. Let's put this out as a like really strong sort of, high proof Canadian whiskey. Yeah. I said proof again. Didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, did. yeah I, I don't know the verbiage that we'll use, but yeah. uh, we're, 
we're unapologetically Canadian and we will tell the world that this is cast strength Canadian rye whiskey. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So excited. That is so excited. It's going to battle ex- any, any American, uh, uh, rye at that point. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's yeah. Gonna be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to look forward to seeing, uh, how it does in the U S I feel like it'll do very well. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be yeah. the fall. Like you said, so we're, exactly. uh, we're going to go down to, uh, Windsor and do mm-hmm. a record podcast taste, tasting that, that, uh, hey, Dr. Don again. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's been previews. So uh, Spirit of Toronto, you guys did a tasting of the uh, of, of the thing. So there's been there's been some previews already. Were, were you at that? Uh, no, 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 you weren't. No, okay. no. Uh, a friend of ours was though. Jen was yep. at that tasting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, they sell out so fast. Oh, I know. It, it's it's so insane. Yeah. yeah. It's impossible to get a tickets to anything. It's just like. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's really great. That that was uh, very much looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm sorry Amazing. I spilled some of this on I your know. table because it's, okay. it's not like Precious you can get liquid. more. Right? Well, uh, next time I go to BC, I'll see if in. I can yeah, figure it out. <laughs> and I was going to say, that's now a heel, so that's going to be in the heel party in the next few weeks type yeah. of thing. Yeah. It won't make the heel party. No, it won't. There'll be other heel parties for that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, this is great. Spencer, one last question. Does Do people not like your great-grandfather for selling the company back in 1920? <laughs> are they like if you had only kept the company <laughs> the Gooderham family's done okay you guys you guys are doing okay um, yes they diversified they quite, diversified, quite, quite yeah. a bit they back, probably uh, smart back thing in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't realize but the Gooderhams uh they're, they were very business savvy, for yeah. sure. We yeah. uh, we founded the Bank of Toronto. That's now TD Bank. That's right. Yep. Yep. Um, Manufacturers Life Association, which is now Manulife. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Railways, uh, Toronto Symphony Orchestra, Royal mm-hmm. Canadian Yacht Club. They were, they were very... They were entrepreneurs yeah. through and through. You know, they started... They didn't start a distillery. They started a mill, a, a grist mill, right? right. And yeah. that kind right. of became a distillery because sure. of a business opportunity. And the Goodrums were always... You know, whiskey was our business, but we diversified for sure. It must make you really proud, especially, you know, coming on like our 150th birthday here in Canada, like, you know, having all of that sort of history behind you, like, you know, that that's a huge part of Toronto's history. It's your family is is a huge part of Toronto's history. So, uh, you know, it must be kind of nice to sort of be able to enjoy it a little bit and, and to talk about it. It's not a very Canadian thing to like, it's, we don't, we're sort of, we're very, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. very quiet, you know, like Patriots and like, but this year we're sort of, we've got that thing that happens during the Olympics where all of a sudden we're like, yeah, Canada. (laughs) So we're doing it again. And it's so nice that, uh, that you're able to sort of, uh, enjoy it on a really deeply personal level. It, it is, you know, it's uh, it's it's the greatest story that never gets told, yeah. and I'm so happy <laughs> and honored to be able to tell it yeah. professionally. You yeah. know, yeah. it's uh, it's incredible to, to the entire Canada. You know, leading up to the Confederation that we're celebrating right now, 150 years ago, the Goodrum Distillery alone provided more tax revenue than any other company in the nation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Canada yeah. was built on whiskey. Yeah, and a lot of people great. forget that. Yes. you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we should be it's, more proud of that. Exactly, yeah. we yeah. should. We should hang yeah. our hats on it, like we, we were should. saying. Exactly. Absolutely. Love that from whiskey to banking. How? What? A, <laughs> you know, <obviously>. brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Politics. It all goes yeah, hand in hand, hand right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No, this has been great. Thank you so much for everything. Yeah. Thank you guys for yes, having me. Awesome. This is this was long overdue. Like yes, I said, it's, uh, very much so. Please yes. come back anytime. Yes, <laughs> we'll please. Have to, well, we will have to schedule something else. Absolutely. absolutely. We picked the right time to do this. We'll we'll do this again. Um, Spencer, where can people find you on the interwebs? On the interwebs, uh, Instagram is what I primarily use. Uh, my tag is at ambassador underscore Spencer. Um, Twitter, I'm on at ambassador underscore SG, although it's mostly just bounced photos from Instagram. So <laughs> Instagram is where to find me. Our favorite app. Um, <laughs> awesome. And so any, any events that you're doing in the next couple of little while that uh, you can plug? Oh boy. Um, yeah, busy, busy, uh, busy month for me. I'm in, down in Detroit and Windsor next week. Um, uh, boy events to plug honestly i gotta pull out the calendar yeah. for that one it's been yeah. so busy and i've been on vacation last week that's so. right you're, you're like i have no idea i'm so <laughs> very tanned right now just in case you guys don't know he's so tanned so tanned oh my, oh my god the rest of us are so pasty it's super embarrassing <laughs> well we're recording this i don't know we're probably gonna release this in late june but we're recording this in may yes um and so yeah we're we're still i'm gonna we're work on my suntan like, after yeah, this because yeah. there's actually sun outside amazing i know it's a beautiful day um it's the first day in many um uh no thank you so much spencer uh jane where can people find you on this bourbon thing 
Bourbon Thing. Yep. And I'm at Mark Bylock, M-A-R-K-B-Y-L-O-K on Twitter and Instagram. Spencer, it's been an honor. Thank it you so much. It's been a pleasure, Thanks guys. Thank you back. so much. Thanks for everything. Thanks for the presents. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> for the presents. Go drink some Canadian whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.